You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Good thing we don't have anything to talk about, right? Wow. Where do you want to start? First of all, how about we start with, hope you had a good weekend. I mean, what a weekend it was for sports. And now that we know the playoff picture in the National Football League, I want to start with the 49ers. Um, I, I thought what they did yesterday, when it looked like that they were going to get blown out, pretty amazing. Garoppolo, who, as I've said repeatedly, is as underappreciated as any quarterback in the National Football League. What do you think now, 49er fans? That was a hell of a gutty effort with the thumb, and the 49ers ran the ball down the Rams' throat. That drive in the third quarter to open up the second half, the fourth quarter, the the defense, uh, the pass rush, I mean – it was very, very impressive. Very impressive. That, that was a hell of a victory uh, for the 49ers, who absolutely, absolutely own the Rams. Okay? Then you have the Raiders, and you can say anything you want about the Raiders. What they had to endure this year to make the playoffs is uh, pretty amazing. It, it really is. I, I got to give a lot of credit to Derek Carr. Uh, I have to give a lot of credit to that organization because really with everything that went on, the John Gruden fiasco, the Henry Ruggs tragedy, uh, for the Raiders to do what they did, pretty impressive. All right? Pretty damn impressive. So those are a couple of things that stick out. The other thing is I'm tired of hearing about records, all right? Don't give me records anymore, all right? Don't don't, I don't, don't give me records. Don't be playing an extra game and then talking to me about records. I, I don't want to hear about it, all right? You didn't do it in 16 games. Don't I don't want to hear about records. You didn't have a record, okay? We went through this years ago when you went from a 14-game season to a 16-game season. You know, I remember when Eric Dickerson, you know, ran for 2,000. I'm like, you know what? If you don't do it in 14 games, it doesn't mean anything to me. You know, I, I was at the game in New York. It's the coldest game I've ever been to at Shea Stadium when O.J. Simpson ran for 2,000 yards in 14 games. All right? Now, I'm not saying that 2,000 yards in 16 games is not impressive. I'm not saying that. Okay? But it, it doesn't mean anything to me. 
you want to you want to break a record, do that in 14 games. You know, I got Bruce Arians, okay, telling me after the game that it's a travesty if Tom Brady doesn't win the MVP and then he lists all of his records. Tom Brady had a hell of a year, okay? And Arians said it wasn't yesterday. I guess it was today. He said, I think if he doesn't get it, it's a travesty. No, Bruce, you know what it's a travesty? It's a travesty when your head case, Antonio Brown, lies and cheats and has a fake vaccination card, and then you come out after a three-game suspension and kiss his ass. All right? That's a travesty. That, 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 that's a travesty. Tom Brady not winning an MVP, that's not a travesty. What you did with Antonio Brown, that's a travesty. Okay? I mean, stop it already. Again, Brady had a really good year. All right? But, you know, Bruce Arian said to me, it's not even a close race. Not even a close race. Really? Oh, it's close. You know? You know, I got to read about Brady's, you know, 5,300 yards, third most in NFL history. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right? Stop it already. So, it's ridiculous. Now, it says Brady's 4,990 passing yards in his first 16 games would have put him 14th all-time in single pass. All right, guess what? That's important. Now, it's also a passing league, right? Imagine if Dan Marino played in the league now. He'd break everyone's record every single year. I just, this stuff drives me crazy, these records. No, you played an extra game. And it doesn't mean you didn't have a really good year, but I don't want to hear about it. All right, Alabama, Georgia tonight. There it is. It's Kirby Smart. Here you go. All right? Here you go. No more excuses. You got embarrassed in the SEC championship game. Then you did the same thing to Michigan on New Year's Eve. Here you go. No more excuses. It's right there in front of you. You know, until I can see Georgia beat Alabama on a stage like this, I can't go with them. And it wouldn't surprise me at all in any way, shape, or form. Wouldn't Would that be remotely surprised if Georgia wins the game? But I can't pick them. But, I, you know, the table cannot be set any better than it is for Georgia tonight. All right, we got the coaches fired including Brian Flores in Miami, which a lot of people were surprised by. I mean, you look at what Miami did this year, but he's out the door. You have Nagy out in Chicago, Zimmer out in Minnesota. You got the Giants, thankfully, moving on from David Gettleman. and. You have a lot of people, though, are talking about Flores, 24 and 25 with the Dolphins. Uh, Beat his former boss, Bill Belichick, four times out of six. And 
Flores said, I am grateful most of all for the players, coaches, and support staff who gave everything they had on a daily basis to help us win games. They deserve the credit for any success on the field. And it was the honor of a lifetime for me to go to work with them every day. I've always believed that leadership is really about service. And I did my best to serve the players, the staff, and the organization every day. I believe in this team and will always value the race relationship my family and I made here. What do you think about Flores? Do you think that he should have been replaced? So, I don't know what the real story is behind the scenes about Flores not getting along with the owner or the GM or Tua. All I know is out of all of the things that we heard today in the National Football League, I think that's probably uh, the, the most surprising. Again, the decision to fire Flores, according to everyone, had to do with the culture off the field. So I don't know what the hell that means anymore. I really don't. The owner, uh, uh, Steve Ross, said, you know, and again, he spoke about this. Um, I don't know. You know, Stephen Ross is kind of a absentee owner. He doesn't even live in Miami. He lives in New York. A lot of people thought he was going to hire Jim Harbaugh because he's a Michigan guy. He said, I have no coach in mind at this point. Uh, said, you know, as far as Jim Harbaugh goes, I love Jim Harbaugh. He had the opportunity once before to come to Miami. He's at Michigan. This is my school I graduated from. I'm very involved with it. I'm not going to be the person to take Jim Harbaugh from the University of Michigan. I hope he stays there. He's a great coach. So, who knows? You know, uh, he did say, quote, I've been looking at this over three years now and watching the organization grow. And I think an organization can only function if it's collaborative and it works well together. And I don't think that we were really working well as an organization that it would take to really win consistently at the NFL level. Uh, so uh, he is out. And obviously, uh, when you have a African-American coach and he's fired, then you have those that want to bring race into it. And I, I hate that. But that's the society uh, that we live in today. All right, if you want to get in on the program, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we can be a Monday armchair quarterback. We can talk about college football, uh, NBA if you're a Kings fan. I don't really know. I don't know what else to say that I haven't said pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, it's a pathetic team at 16 and 26. It is a team that really looks lost. Uh, on my podcast tomorrow, I give midterm grades. Uh, they are taking on the Cavaliers tonight who lost and only scored 82 points at Golden State. But the Kings played at Portland and scored only 88 last night. What do you think the crowd will be tonight? 
about 3,000. Seriously, what do you think the crowd's going to be tonight for the Kings and the Cavaliers? I, I'm not, it was 3,000, or am I being too, you know, 5,000? Think about this. You got the Kings and the Cavaliers tonight. Like, who the hell's going to that game? Like, really, who's going to that game? I mean, can you imagine if somebody called you up right now and goes, hey, I got tickets for you. You want to go to the to watch the Kings play the Cavs tonight? I mean, wow. That's all I can say is wow. Would you go to that game if somebody offered you free tickets? Would you go? So the Kings come home, they play Cleveland. Then the Lakers, two games with Houston. And then Detroit, before they hit the road from Milwaukee, Boston, Atlanta, Philly, and New York. Brutal. All right, let's get to uh, some phone calls. Uh, raise your hand icon. I'll put you up on stage. And as soon as I do, hit your uh, microphone button on the bottom of your device. And then, like, Tony, you'll be on. Tony, you're on with Grant. How you doing, Tony? Great, Grant. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Okay, but it's the first time I've used this app. so No uh, problem. I really appreciate it. Thank you for checking us out, Tony. What can yeah. I do for you? You still down in Florida? I am in Florida currently. You hitting the golf ball much, or what's going no, on? No, not really. I've not been playing my, uh, very, very rarely. I've not been playing uh, very, very rarely. Okay. I figured down in Florida, you got some great weather. You'd be hitting it. But, yeah, uh, not as much as I'd like to. Um, yeah. Did you check I, out the Raider game last night? I, I just tuned yeah. in. So I didn't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Absolutely. That's I mean, it was really a, an unbelievably entertaining game, hell of a game. And I, I I started off by talking about the Raiders. I just, to me, what they accomplished this year with all of the distraction with John Gruden and Henry Ruggs. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's a big time, big time performance for the Raiders to get into the playoffs with winning the way they did last week at Indianapolis. And then again, last night. At the, very, very impressive. I got to tell you that. Very impressive. Yeah, I thought the same. Four, uh, four straight and every, all the adversity they dealt with, it's uh, pretty amazing what they've come through. And they seem like they're, hey, they're, they're peaking at the right time. So you never know what happens in the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, you're 100% correct. And, you know, it's about getting into the playoffs. And now they're in. Everyone's got the same record. And they're a dangerous team. Uh, you're you're exactly right by that. They're, they're a dangerous team because they have momentum. And I'm with you 100% on this. Uh, I'm I'm not really a fan of the Raiders, but I got to tell you, I'm really impressed with how they handled everything this year. I mean, it would have been easy to fold your tent. Oh, too many distractions. Now they go to Cincinnati. Uh, probably going to be cold, uh, but the you know the Raiders' ability to run the football. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they do in a cold weather game. You know, outdoors in Cincinnati. Yeah, I agree. I think the key is they, they definitely have to run the ball. No question. Uh, they won't win the game if they don't. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, speaking of the Raiders, um, you know, with the Gruden thing, I don't know if I've, you've touched on this before, but how the hell did they leak the uh, Gruden's emails and nobody else's, and especially when it was uh, Washington's investigation going on and nothing ever came out on them? It's a travesty. That's exactly how it happened. It's an absolute travesty. Um, there, the NFL to me had it out for Gruden and the Raiders. That's the only explanation for that. There's just no other explanation uh, for that at all. It, it just isn't. There's just no other way around it. What happened with the those emails are the only ones being released is an absolute travesty. Absolute travesty. By the way, uh, the extended forecast 
in Cincinnati for Saturday is a high of 29 and a low of 19. All right. So yeah, and the game starts at 4:30. So most of the game, you know, the second half is going to be played in the dark. In the dark, colder. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be colder. Uh, So you know, we'll see. You know, again, it's going to be cold. Not 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 like brutal. Not like it was when the Chargers visited them uh, back. That's correct with Dan Fouts. No. Yeah. No, it won't be like that. Matter of fact, that kickoff. I'm looking right now at kickoff. Uh, it's supposed to be 28. So, uh, you know, that's really not that bad. You know, all the hand warmers, everything else, that's really not that bad. Yeah, uh, well, it's we're not they're used to in Vegas, but uh, yeah, it's not it could be worse, and especially yep. if it's not windy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, hey Grant, thanks for taking my call and uh, I got the app now, so I'll hit you up another time. I look forward to it, Tony. Thank you very much. Thanks, Take, buddy. Care. Take care. Bye. All right. Good stuff from Tony. Really glad that uh, he found us uh, here on uh, Listen App. Good stuff right there. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls and we get to Brian. Hey, Brian, you're on with Grant. How are you? I'm well, Grant. Hey, so what a, what a Niners win there. I, If you recall, we spoke last week and about the, the setup, and, you know, the setup wasn't favorable in my opinion, and this game made me nervous. And, of course, being down 17-0 and with the Saints having control of that game, it's like, wow, it, it, you know, you're, as a fan, you're thinking this is going to end today. You know what I mean? Yep, and, absolutely. And, wow, what a comeback. That's one of the best games I've seen. And regardless of the 19th, that was an amazing comeback. And I got to say, uh, we, we, you know, we've spoke about Jimmy before. Brian, you got it. Again, that game, you know, I know he's doing with the thumb and yep. all. You know, so, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. You were breaking up for a while, but I got your back now. Go ahead. Oh, oh I'm sorry. So, I'll make it quick. The when we went three and out, even though we had those three timeouts, I'm like, oh man, that's just that's just too bad. That that might have been it. And the one play, I know, you know, you you know, you play the clock and all that. When uh, the Rams were third and you know third and uh, you know, and they ran the ball one more time, that spot, you know, I might pin them if I'm the Rams. You got. You got to try to win the game there and not give the ball back. I know you know you play the percentages, and but man, when we got that ball back and went down with no timeouts, I mean, that was just incredible that Jimmy you know did that. You know, he made a couple great yep. throws. We have some studs. I mean, Debo Samuel, that guy is a one of a time player. Well, I really hope that fans have a little bit more respect for Garoppolo because I think the 49er fans have been unfairly tough on him. And I thought what he did yesterday, you know, 22 of 32 for 316, you know, but that the, the, that second half yesterday in overtime, you know, winning 27-24, I really hope that the 49er fans have a little more respect for him now. Yeah, the one thing he has, you know, I think he has just some boxing. Like, he'll make some bad throws, but, you know, the guy's not afraid and he has some boxing and, you know, someone like him, you need that. And just quickly, how do you see this matchup uh, going into next week? Because I felt I thought we were going to play the Bucks, and you know Dallas. I think is a very favorable matchup. I worry about a little bit of a letdown in terms of that game just takes a lot out of you. Uh, and now we're traveling, and you know all that. But you know I think it's a pretty good uh, favorable matchup for the Niners. What are your thoughts? I, I do too. Uh, I just love the ability for. And thank you very much. I'll put you back in audience. You can listen that way. I, I believe that this i know it's a cliche so you know i don't i don't want to get carried away here you know right now 
of all the teams in the NFC, I probably, and not including Green Bay, by the way, I probably would not want to play uh, San Francisco. There's just, they got momentum. They can run the ball, which means they can control the clock. They have, excuse me, a defense that can get pressure on the quarterback. You know, Prescott to me really is uh, an unknown quantity in, in my opinion still. I, I, he's got a lot to prove to me. You got an extra day, which is good. I agree with you about that game yesterday can take a lot out of you. I think that's a very fair point. But, you know, you get now a full week. They'll be fine by Sunday. Game's in Dallas. I don't think that's that big of a deal. And the 49ers, with their defense, I like their ability to really make life difficult on Prescott. So this is going to be a hell of a game. Going to be a hell of a game. I think the Niners will will be able to run the ball. Uh, George Kittle, huge. You talked about Samuel. You know, Shanahan, his offensive play calling. I think time of possession is going to be really key uh, in this game. I really do. But the Niners and their defense and their ability to get to the quarterback uh, may be the difference in this game. Let's run down the schedule uh, as there is, you know, an extra game on the triple header on Sunday. And then there's the Monday night game. You have the Raiders at Cincinnati at 1.30 Pacific. New England at Buffalo at 5.15 Pacific on Saturday. Then Sunday, the early game, Philly at Tampa. The middle game, San Francisco at Dallas. The night game, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. And then Monday, Arizona at the Rams. Arizona is the one team in the playoffs. I, I can't put any uh, I can't put any confidence in them at all. You know, based on what I'm seeing, you know, for them to lose the way they did yesterday, where they could have won the division, is brutal. You know, you had Seattle, and you 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 blew that. I, I just I can't put any confidence at all if I'm a fan of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I really can't. I, I just, you know, I can't do it. By the way, the weather in Kansas City on Sunday really is not that bad. You know, a high of 41, low of 28. That could have been a disaster uh, for that game. Could have been a disaster for that game. But it shouldn't be that bad for the game uh, Sunday night with Pittsburgh uh, at Kansas City. Speaking of Pittsburgh, I give them all the credit in the world. What a moxie, gutsy performance. But, you know, again, we're talking about Mike Tomlin. And with Mike Tomlin, that's what you get. Jeff, you're on with Grant. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Great. Hey, Grant. I don't know. If I, I'm joining late. I'm sorry. I don't know if you talked about the Chargers coach yet, but that guy, I, I don't know what's wrong with him. I mean, he he blew the Chiefs game by going on the, all those fourth downs and taking points off the board when they played Kansas City, not taking field goals. And then he, he doesn't go for He uh, chooses to go for it on his own 18-yard line. What's wrong with that guy? I'll tell you this. That's the way he is coached all year long. All right? And I, I understand exactly what you mean when you talk about Brandon Staley. Uh, he is a risk taker. Uh, he is getting killed today. And I understand why he is. I get it. But, 
you know, that's the way he pretty much coached the team. You know, then his bizarre timeout, you know, in overtime. And, you know, he tried to explain that uh, today. You know, for the folks that did not watch that entire game, I mean, a tie would have gotten them in, right? It would have gotten them in. And uh, some of the coaching moves, as you point out, was very bizarre. You know, four seconds left on the play clock, 39 seconds left in regulation. Uh, there were there was a third and four. The Raiders were on the Chargers 40. Uh, calls a timeout. Quite. He quote. He said, "We needed to get the right grouping. We felt like they were going to run the ball, so I wanted to get our best 11 personnel run defense in, make the substitution, so we could get a play where we would deepen the field goal." You know. Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that happened in the game that were a little bit questionable, to say the least, from uh, from Staley. No question about that. I, I, I know. Uh, who knows if the Raiders would have took a knee or what? I mean, what they were going to do. I mean, Versace, he said that uh, they were thinking about it, and uh, so did Derek Carr. Yes. He said that whole timeout, that whole timeout, reevaluated their thinking, and uh, I mean, how long of a field goal would that have been if they even would have, it mean, would have been unrealistic, you know. Right. I, I just, uh, you know, Staley said that he he had a belief that Vegas was trying to win the game, and he was going to try to stop it. Quote: I don't think it changed their mindset. They were going to run the ball on the play before, and they ran the ball on the very next play. We wanted to make sure we got our run defense in there. We obviously didn't execute well enough, but we wanted to get our premium one back run defense in there, uh, and that's what we did. So, you know, I, I don't it, – it, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I mean, hear you. It really doesn't. Right. Okay, well, thank you. And, thank you. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Love your show and love your rants. And, thank you. you know, Appreciate those, it, Bert. King, the Kings aren't letting us – they're still uh, letting us down as usual. Pathetic. It's an embarrassment is what it is. I mean, there's really no other way to say it, Jeff. The Sacramento Kings are an embarrassment. There's only three teams right now, Jeff, in the entire league that have more losses than Sacramento. Think about that. It's uh, Yeah, it's just they don't gel either. Halliburton's on fire there for a while. Then Fox, he finally starts playing, and he starts hitting his free throws. And it's just on and off like a light switch. Barnes doesn't show up anymore. Uh, I, I mean, the, the team's checked out. They do. And how about that? How do you check out on your fan base? I mean, that's what I don't understand. I, I just, it's so, it's so, everyone on that, I shouldn't say, just about everybody on that team should be refunding their paychecks. Paychecks. That's how bad it's been. Seriously. You're right. Th- thank you, Jeff. Take it easy. You too. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, do so. So think about that. 39 seconds on the clock, right? And I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Third and four, Raiders on the 40-yard line. So that's a 56-yard field, 56-57-yard field goal, 57 yards. Four seconds left on the play clock. 39 seconds left, and he called a timeout. So third and four, right? Third and four. You're on the 40. I I don't get it. 
lot, there are a lot of things that happened in the National Football League this weekend that I didn't quite understand. But, you know, Staley's that he he's a he's that riverboat gambler, so to speak. And it cost him. How about the Colts? Seriously. How about the end of their season? They blow the lead at home last week against the Raiders. And all they need to do is win against Jacksonville. That's it. That's all they need to do. And they don't only win, they get blown out. Think about that for a minute. You want to talk about bad? How bad is that? How freaking bad is that? How bad is that? I mean, that's the worst. That may go down as the worst performance of the entire season. That may go down as the very worst performance of any game in 17 weeks. How else would you explain that? How do you lose that game to Jacksonville when that's a game that if you win and you're in? And and not only do you not win, you're not even competitive. Is it was there a worse seriously? Is there a worse performance that you can think of in this football season? And there were a lot of bad performances. I'm a Giants fan, all right? I know all about bad performances. What happened yesterday on a second down and a third down from inside their five-yard line is maybe the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in all of my years of watching the Giants, which started in 1962. And trust me, I've seen a lot of bad things. But I don't, I've never seen anything like that. You got the ball second down at your one quarterback sneak. I get that. Third down and nine from your five, you get into a victory formation, take the snap, and your quarterback does a quarterback sneak. Think about that. It does not get any worse than that period it's embarrassing absolutely embarrassing and i don't understand why joe judge is being brought back uh, as the quarterback or as the quarterback as the head coach david gettleman i get i don't understand why you're bringing back joe judge he's been brutal and that that i if i was if i was the owner if i was you know, John Mayer, or I was, you know, Steve Tisch, I would have fired Joe Judge. I would have fired the entire coaching staff before they got off the field. I would have met them on the field before they had a chance to walk off the field, and I would have fired them right on the field if I owned that team. I would have fired them on the field before they got into the locker room just to make sure that we had a full understanding of what the hell was going on. You're in a victory formation on a third and nine at your own five-yard line because you don't have any faith in your team to make a first down. You have four wins. It's not like you're playing for the right to go to the playoffs. And you got nobody at the game, all right? 
The fans have said, I'm not going to the game. There was, what, 25,000 people at the game. The parking lot was empty. And you have the ball on your own five-yard line. Third down and nine on your own five. And you get in a victory formation. Take the snap and have the quarterback fall forward. I mean, really? What's the worst thing that could have happened? You get in a shotgun. Quarterback from drops the ball, gets sacked, safety. Or get sacked, safety. Or throw an interception, pick six. Big deal. So what? Your team stinks anyway. So, so what? At least you're trying. You're basically telling the New York fans that you're an inept franchise. You're the New York Giants prevent offense, which is what the hell it boils down to. The Giants prevent offense is on the field with a third down from their own five, third and nine. It's not like third and 80, all right? It's third and five. And you lose 22 to seven. So let's say that you throw a pick six there. Big deal. You lose 29 to seven. Like, really? What's the difference? 22 to seven, 29 to seven. It's embarrassing. There's absolutely no other way to say it. An absolute embarrassment. Nobody at the game. Nobody at the game. And you're going in a victory formation. Third down and five. Third down and nine from your own five. Six-game losing streak to end the season. I know that Joe Judge this afternoon had a meeting with John Mayer and Steve Tisch. What the hell? What, what kind of meeting is that? I got a meeting for you. You're fired. How's that? I got a, I, I, that's my meeting. Thank you very much. You're fired. What the hell was that on third and nine from the five-yard line? Would you explain that to me, please? You're fired. That, that's, that's how I would do that. Amazing. Seriously. Giants have made the playoffs once since winning the Super Bowl back in 2012. No general manager, good. He should have been fired a long time ago, like the day after he was hired, David Gettleman. Embarrassing. All right, if you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon, and we'll put you right up on stage. NFL, college football tonight. Do you think Georgia wins this game tonight? Are they going to be able to get any pressure on Bryce Young? What do you think? That's the key. Are they able to get pressure on Young? They were not able to do that. The defense of Georgia got manhandled against Alabama the first time around. I know a lot of people are tired of Alabama in the uh, national championship game. I get it, but, you know, they've proven that they deserve to be there. Georgia destroyed Michigan. So, you know, again, there's no doubt that they're one of the top two teams. I don't want to hear about it. You know, Stetson Bennett tonight, it's right there for you. And this has been a one-sided robbery when we're talking about Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide. That's it. That's it.
So I can't wait to watch the game. I hope it's close. I'd like to see a close game tonight. So uh, you've got Alabama and Georgia. Uh, the NFL playoffs uh, begin this week. You got some coaches that are gone on this Monday, the day after the season. And again, I'm tired of the records. Don't call up and talk to me about records. If you didn't do it through seven or 16 games, then I don't want to hear about it. Even 16 is a little crazy because of the when they used to play 14. So, you know, don't don't tell me that you saw a record yesterday in the National Football League and you want to talk about it. Not happening. You know, not happening. TJ Watts a hell of a player, right? You know, he got a sacks in 17 games. That that's the way I look at it. And again, doesn't mean you didn't have a good year. But I don't want to hear Bruce Arians, you know, talking about all the records that Tom Brady had. And then saying it's a travesty if Brady doesn't win the MVP award. No, what what happened with uh, Antonio Brown is a travesty and the way you handled that. That is a travesty. That's what that is. All right. Uh, hit me up if you want to get in on the program. Had a couple of good calls today. NBA, as we said, if you are a fan of the Kings, would you go to the game tonight if somebody gave you tickets? I, I, I wouldn't. I was just curious how you feel about that. Would you go to the game? All right. I'll put you up on stage when I do. You hit that microphone icon like Muhammad. Hit that microphone icon on the bottom of your device, and we'll get you on. How are you today? Thanks very much for calling. It's Grant. How are you, Mohammed? You there? You got your microphone button on, but I cannot hear you. Are you there? All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you back in audience. You can try it again. Raise your hand. Hit your microphone icon, and I'll put you on if you, if you want to come on. Be happy to take uh, your phone call. Um, again, NFL news. Zimmer's gone. Uh, the GM Spielman is gone. Matt Nagy fired. Uh, Pace, the GM, is gone. Uh, Anthony Lynn out after just one season in Detroit as the Lions offensive coordinator. David Gettleman. New York Giants, GM, gone. Uh, Panthers come out today and said they have no intention of trading Christian McCaffrey. Jim Harbaugh, where's he going if he's going to leave Michigan? Would he go to the Bears? Who's going to hire Harbaugh? Would Stephen Ross hire Harbaugh? You know, the one thing about Miami they're not a bad team. They're right there. You know, I think they're on the doorstep of being, you know, a playoff contender. I'm not totally sold on them, but they're right there. They're right there. Be an attractive job. Be an attractive job. All right? All right, listen, uh, I really appreciate you joining me each and every day here on Listen App. Tomorrow... We'll talk about this Alabama-Georgia game tonight. Uh, while the Kings game is going on tonight, I will try to 
manually count the attendance as I'm watching the game. Shouldn't take me that long. Let's see. There's one, two, three. There's five people in that section. One, two, three. Oh, eight people over there. Let's see. One, two, three, four. That's pretty much what it's going to be like tonight uh, for the Kings and the Cavs. I don't know anyone in their right mind. Seriously, I mean this. That would go to that game tonight. I, I don't. I don't get it. And again, I, you know how I am on this. I would never tell you not to go to a game. That's not what I do. You know. I. You know. There are fans that boycott. Now. I, you know. Listen. You. You're a fan. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do in terms of going to a game. I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I'm not telling you anything. I'm just telling you, like, who would go to that game if you didn't have to? That's pretty much what I'm saying. But I'm not telling – I would never tell people to boycott or do that. That's not – you know, again, if you want to go, go. If you don't want to go, uh, don't go. That's how I've always felt about that. All right, hey, make it a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. Tomorrow, let's do it again. Same time, let's break down what we saw tonight in the national championship game with Alabama and Georgia. We got some NBA. We'll talk about some of the coaching decisions in depth. We'll talk about who might be going where. Uh, we'll start getting into the playoffs with the uh, 49ers and Cowboys, the Raiders and the Bengals, some of the other matchups in the National Football League this weekend. Uh, we've got all of that tomorrow on my podcast. I uh, talk about the hypocritical, absurd LeBron James uh, in his absolutely irresponsible, callous tweeting. Doesn't give a damn. NBA doesn't give a damn. They let James say and do whatever he wants. That is tomorrow. I also give midterm grades for the Sacramento Kings. And just so you know, they're not very good. They're not very good. Not very good. That's tomorrow right here. Or that's tomorrow rather on my podcast if you don't like that. Tomorrow right here on Listen App. Again, college football talk, NFL playoff talk, NBA. And, of course, there will be something that's going on off the field that we got to talk about. You know it and I know it. That's life now. Uh, in the world of sports. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening right here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.